0: The following podcast has the explicit tag. It may contain mature language, situations, and violence, and graphic descriptions. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Welcome to A Tale of Blood and Stone, a Shadow of the Demon Lord actual play. Starring Danny Neary as Eva a Cambion, desperate to escape her ancestry's fate. With Michael Waldschlager II as for a centaur-shaped clockwork whose pure heart is leading his quest to find his lost brothers. Also starring Chris Berlue as Tyrell, a human whose frail body is fueled by his lust for power. And guiding us through all the corruption and insanity, our Game Master John Neary.
2: So, I believe we were all sleeping. You guys are going to benefit from a healing rate. We have uh, Eva, got to witness her tormentors sitting by the fire, looking uh, dejected. Um, (laughs) We have Torrell having himself a little fever dream of... Uh, A a cursed blade is is implanting into his brain and wanting to or being pulled towards the two innocents, Sia and her son Ben, who are are just sort of curled up together on a bed of hay in this uh, rundown room, sort of a secondhand room in the uh, mansion in Esker, which also is currently under siege. Well, not under siege. That's a horrible way to put that. Not under siege. Quarantined because of this disease, which you now would probably know is being referred to as the Dry Death. And Torell have a, you have a sneaking suspicion that you are in the sort of beginning stages of that. Yay! Yes, and you are also dealing with your curse, which at the current time is inflicting three banes on just everything you do.
1: Oh, great.
2: All right. Perception checks, please. Perception rolls, please. Perception challenge rolls. Perception challenge rolls, please. Uh, four. I mean, four. Uh, Torell. Actually, well, everyone's going to do it with two banes. Yep. So, Torell, that means you've got five banes.
0: Huzzah.
3: That is a two for four.
2: Mm. I got a twelve total. Okay. Five. Okay. Torell, you, your eyes open to the, the 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 same accursed pull towards sia and her son uh just the, the blade this blade of jed uh thirsting just whispering two words in a language that you don't understand but you know that they mean you know just you know your pain will be eased if you just take a life take one of these lies. and you then realize that you were aw- awakened by a third scream that was coming from beneath you often off to the to the right of you we'll say and far beneath you, you awaken, and four is still in his standby mode, and uh, Eva is also in deep sleep, as is Sia and Benjamin
1: Truril gets up and he walks over to where four is, and he takes his staff and taps four in the chest
2: as i I, I sorry, I forgot one thing: you need a strength challenge roll. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, just it was the you passed it last time. So.
1: Yeah. Really? That's fucking hilarious.
0: You got the same thing?
1: I rolled a natural 20.
0: It's <laughs> awesome.
1: With <laughs> a six as my boon. Oof.
2: Ooh. Ooh. B- uh, er, Bane, right? Bane, Bane, sorry.
1: So a 14 total.
2: Wow. Good for you. Okay. Yes. So, okay, so you're fine. You still feel, oh, God, God, you feel sickly. Uh, you, you feel weak feverish, even slightly feverish. Oh, uh, you are sort of confused, though, because you're, you, you believe yourself to be... I'm sorry, I'm trying to restate the same things that I did before. Uh, you believe yourself to be experiencing some of the early stages of what you now know is referred to as the dry death, sort of disease that's going through the town and the general area, uh, but you're sort of confused. You're not, you're not sure if it's that or if it's the, the, the this, this curse that you're feeling from this blade that is causing you all of this like, weakness and uncertainty.
3: Four's head lifts off his chest and his torso kind of l- lurches to life briefly and he, he turns to the left to Torell. Yes, Torell, what can I do for you?
1: There is some screaming coming from downstairs.
3: Four's head turns toward the door and he listens to see if he can hear the screaming.
2: Uh yeah, why don't you yeah, throw me a perception challenge roll? All right. right. All right
3: that is a an 18
2: beautiful uh yeah yeah you do you hear a very muffled cry for what sounds possibly like help from beneath you and you know off to the right but it's it's below very muffled i say it was muffled
3: upon hearing the screaming and the 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 call for help Four rises to his feet as quietly as he can He almost looks like he's making a step to the door, and then he stops and puts himself back into a seated position on the floor and turns to Tyrell. I did promise Edfrith we would not bother the master or enter the basement.
1: That is your choice. If you don't want to know what's going on down there, we can ignore it.
3: I cannot ignore the screaming, but I did give Edfrith my word. And the rest we are experiencing here is much more important than investigating the basement at this time.
1: Very well. And at that, Terrell goes over to the fire, and he puts more wood in the fire and gets it stoked up, and he pulls a chair up next to the fire, and he reaches into his pouch and pulls out his uh, book that he's always reading. It's got the midnight blue binding on it. Four will turn toward Tyrell at the fireplace and ask, Torell, what are you reading? I believe this will show me the path to power. I just have to crack its secrets. Where did you acquire such a book? Let's just say it fell into my lap.
3: It physically fell into your lap? Yes. From where? The man's hand. So a man dropped a book in your lap. Yes. For, then turns back almost into his resting position, and he appears to be going back into standby mode, but his head tilts slightly toward the doorway, and he remains there for the rest of
1: the evening.
2: Every so often, you hear the same sort of cry. That really does sound like help. the more you hear it. Uh... A four. Please make a will challenge roll for me right now. Just straight up. Nothing. Okay. That is a
3: one. Oh. One total, not a natural one.
2: The cries for help that you hear intermittently, sort of, they, they start to come quicker, but not from below you, from to the side on the floor, sort of like where Benjamin is sitting. And then you realize that it's actually coming from Sia, but Sia's not moving, and you're you feel like you're in two places at once, and it's, you're looking at Sia as if she's someone else, but you know it's Sia, but it's someone else, and Sia's body begins to take on a sort of stick and mud form. It's, just, it's she's still got this humanoid, but it just it gets increasingly. More plant and stick like. It's like it just, there are all these sticks that are making up her arm, and there's this mud sort of caked on to keep it together. And then it sort of climbs up, and then it climbs up her chest, and like it, her clothes are starting to look this way too. And then it gets to her face, and then these like two bright green dots appear where her eyes are and just flash you back to reality. And then the cry, whimper for help from beneath you is again distant.
3: Four turns himself more towards Sia and Ben and focuses on them for the remainder of the evening.
2: The sun is not up yet. Torrell, are you doing anything else? Eva, you may wake up whenever you like as there's is some there's some moving around. I'll leave it up to you.
0: Eva will open an eye up and see that Torell is reading by the fire. And close her eye back up and go to bed. Feeling that if there was something wrong, he would let her know.
2: Okay, let's do this then. Roll, give me a wheel challenge roll.
0: What the fuck? With, uh,
2: with, with, two, with two? Two Banes. Two Banes.
0: I rolled a 10. Well, I rolled a 16 minus 6 is a 10. Okay, cool.
2: All right, so you do pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're fine for now. Uh, so Eva, whenever you like, you may wake up or you may roll over back to sleep. And then other than that, the sun, there will be something that happens if everybody is just waiting. So just let me know if there's anything else you want to do or if we're, if we're just going to wait.
1: Terrell, while he's reading the book, he flips to the very back and pulls out a little envelope that he found when they first left Brildar. And he looks at it, and does it still say, do not open?
2: Does it still say, do not open? Uh, Actually, there's no writing on it at all right now. It's gone.
1: Tyrell opens the envelope. Ah.
2: You open the envelope, revealing a very dried-out, wrinkly parched piece of paper make a will challenge roll for me please well you're gonna make a will challenge roll when you touch the paper so if you're not just let me know what you're doing
1: oh no he's gonna pull the paper out he wants nice. to know what it says
2: will challenge roll and i i hate to do it but it's gonna be like you've got three it's gonna be five beans
0: <laughs> john's like glowing right now something i'm not it's not
2: so much glowing as it is like just i love, <laughs> I just love, I love <laughs> yeah yeah So I roll the 19.
1: Sorry. Minus the six. So I have a total of fourteen.
2: Okay. You pull the paper route. This is dried out yellowish parchment. It looks pretty old. You read through these words and you did you pass the Will Challenge roll, correct? Correct. Alright, you read through these you read through the words. It is actually it's You recognize it immediately as an incantation. What that is is spells that are put onto pieces of paper, imbued with the magic that the person who is creating them has. Uh, and no matter what language it is in, you are able to read it. Um, you are able to cast it. But depending on what type of spell it is and what level of spell it is, you get a number of banes depending on the difference between your power and the level of the spell. Okay, Tyrell, you are reading... Uh, A spell from the life tradition that specifically removes corruption from a soul.
0: Oh, you better learn that shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And then I would like an intellect challenge roll from you. Just straight up with your standard three banes. Yeah. As your breathing increases from your realization. Mm
1: Hmm.
2: A three. Cool. You don't get any idea of how hard it would be for you to try to cast this, just from your understanding of, of what sort of a spell it is. But you do know that you have, from your studying of these sorts of things, you don't ever remember seeing that something like this was possible, or if it was, it was beyond the scope of mere mortals. Okay. Which, as that realization comes to you, I need another will challenge roll. You can just do your three bane's.
1: I got an 11 total.
2: Okay. Uh, So you're able to stay within yourself. Uh, However, as you're touching this paper and as you're holding it, this accursed, sick feeling begins to sort of recede into you. The fire flames up, seemingly only to you, as no one else seems to react to it. And within the fire, you're seeing that wall again. That magical barrier. I don't know how else to describe it to you than a magical barrier. Other than that, it is lost to you, What this thing that you're looking at. It is immense, and it is so important to you, but you don't know why. And then, from deep inside of you, the sickness and the curse from the blue return, and you again feel uncertain and weak. Trel puts the
1: parchment back in the envelope puts the envelope back in the book and then he goes back to reading back more towards the front of the book trying to uncover something that he could possibly handle doing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe you wake up, it's up to you. But the sun is going to come up and Edverth is going to come to the room at some point.
0: Well, I'm sure Eva would get up then like
2: if you want to I didn't mean to phrase that that way you can you can you can wait till lead knocks on the door
0: yeah I mean she's got her ass handed to her and she's been through a lot if she's fucking sleeping and there's no nightmares and I'm not giving you any ideas she's just gonna continue sleeping <laughs> oh wait I forgot yeah oh, <laughs> uh,
2: yeah no no you already passed the roll uh, for what I was going to try to do to you before you woke up, but you do you wake up and there is a big there is a loud rap at the door, uh, and it is Edfrith and she opens it slowly. Sia and Benjamin do not wake up, but they are they don't for there's nothing, they're still breathing gently, they're just exhausted and afraid, so they are just tired from their day, they're still asleep, but Edfrith does open the door, and uh, she peeks her head in very slowly and oh hello hi how did everybody sleep, oh I see those two are still. Resting. Mm.
3: Everyone appears to have rested well. Thank you, Edfrith, for the safe haven.
2: That is, uh... Not th- that's no problem at all. I can have breakfast put together, and I will bring it here for you if that is okay with you.
3: Certainly. I believe, uh, the child and his mother could use some more sleep before we leave.
2: Of course. I... We'll be back with uh, a nice spread. Do you have any preferences, food-wise? We have everything here.
0: Um, you don't happen to have any live, like livestock, do you?
2: Yes, that's yes, we do.
0: Could you just bring me a chicken, maybe still alive?
2: She turns to you for and sort of looks at you with a her face servos kind of. Like looks a little confused.
3: Four gives Edforth the best shrug that he can.
2: <laughs> nice. Um, I believe that we can do that in here.
0: Um, I mean,
2: do you intend to? Do you intend to clean it and pass it to me to cook it? Because we do have fresh chicken.
0: Oh, you you want to know what? I just I need to just kill it myself. And then you can cook it and dress it. It's just like, it's just part of my religion.
2: Ah, religion, yes. She stands up a little straighter and it just thinks about it and says, You do not think the others will mind, as I cannot allow you to leave just yet this room. So you will have to do it here.
0: Oh, I- I'll do it discreetly, and I know four will keep the child entertained so he he doesn't have to see it. Or maybe he should see it. Maybe he shouldn't be blind to the suffering of the world because that'll just make it worse for him when reality sets in.
3: Perhaps we do not do that in the room here. Is there a place that the chicken could be rendered away from the child?
2: She stands up straighter again, looks at you and says, unfortunately with the current situation in the house, no. Until you are ready to leave, I have to ask and insist that you do not leave this room. So if your friend requires a live chicken to, and she looks at you when she says this, kill yourself because of your religion, then it will have to be in here.
0: It can be something quieter than a chicken. Like, maybe a cat or a dog.
2: Four looks to Eva.
0: I'm kidding, Four! I want to eat this- that!
3: No, does this have to be done today?
0: It 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 really does. I'll be discreet. He will never even know.
2: She turns to four, and looks back to Eva. So a chicken, then?
0: Yes, that would be
2: great.
3: Four's head like kind of lowers toward his chest.
2: She looks at you four, and she's like standing very straight and confidently. And she says, you know, your brother was traveling with a different sort of people. She turns heel and begins to walk out. She walks out the door, disappears for a little while.
1: So as soon as Eidfrith leaves, uh, Tyrrell closes his book. And he turns his chair and he looks right at Eva. So, who was the guest I was entertaining last night?
0: Oh, oh, you, you kept her distracted for... yes, yeah. um, that was my grandma. Oh, I'm not supposed to talk about that. Oh, oh, <laughs> that... Yeah, well... It wasn't really my grandma. It was sounded like her, but it might not have been.
2: Eva, and make an intellect challenge roll for me now, please. It's
0: really fucking clear that Eva is like lying, and she knows that you know she's lying, but she's trying
2: to. We're also gonna find out if something else occurs to you. Fuck. Uh,
0: all right. Intellect. Ooh, plus two. Oh, eighteen.
2: You remember distinctly torel going along with your grandmother initially in the beginning saying that's how we like to keep her naive use that information how you will
0: oh i remember that i was hurt by that danny was hurt not even oh shit oh shit we're going real life (laughs) (laughs) she's smiling at you after she's blatantly you know she's lying she knows you know she's lying
1: yeah Charles smiles at Eva in a really awkward smile. You are not good at this lying thing. Your grandma is very gullible. She is easy to lie to. I am not.
0: Well, you kind of had me fold for a while. I didn't know you liked this submissive type. <laughs> Maybe that's not where we're going.
1: No,
2: it's fine. <laughs> Who the fuck knows at this point?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I said what I had to say to get through the situation.
0: She probably knows that I already, you know, but I can trust you. And I told her that you were my friend right from the get-go. So she's not the only one inside of me.
1: Yeah, Terrell looks a little confused. Please tell me more.
0: So, she looks around. Nobody's, like, listening, right?
2: Other than four. Make a perception challenge roll if you're going to look around and see if anybody's listening. Other than four.
0: Oh, I got an 18 again.
2: Uh, Benjamin has awoken. But he's not really moving. His eyes are just open. Uh. As ch- <laughs> His eyes are just open, as children do.
0: And uh, Eva kind of looks... At Benjamin and looks back at Tyrrell and goes Well, it's pretty dark, so maybe we should save it for another time.
2: Uh for you, you notice as well now that Benjamin is stirring and he is awake. Oh <clears throat> Four time uh, is this, uh, are we leaving?
3: No, Benjamin, it is still early. Please lay back down and try to sleep some more. Food will be here shortly. I will wake you when it arrives.
2: Okay, uh, he, uh, he gives a, the the room a, a once over, just kind of, you see his eyes kind of snap wide, like he just remembers all of a sudden where he is, and he just looks right at Eva, and he says, oh, you, you, you see it in his eyes, he is terrified again, it's just, oh, and he starts to, like, squirm and kind of get closer to his mother, looking at you, looking back at her, breathing heavily, he's probably not Doesn't falling asleep again.
0: fucking remember I saved him? Kids. Yeah.
2: I mean yeah, I mean he's a little kid. You probably yeah, you probably did save him, but No, I know your visage I'm just being a bitch.
1: And grandma tried to kill him.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Grandma tried to get Torell to kill him. <laughs> so he's had some
3: Benjamin, please grab your blanket and come toward me.
2: Uh he seems reluctant at first, but he does. He comes over near you with with a little blanket.
3: Four crooks his arm toward his chest plate and motions for Benjamin to put his blanket on Four's arm. Uh, He does. Benjamin, please lay on my arm and lay your head against my chest plate. My inner workings should provide you with some bit of comfort.
2: So are you going to cradle him? Is that what what I'm seeing?
3: He's kind of, yeah, he's like, he wants to kind of hold the sleeping boy near his chest and the the sound of his innards working, the clockwork noise should be soothing to a child.
2: Aww. Okay, uh, take a fortune if you have room for it. And I don't. I don't, okay, I'm I full pull. up. Nice. Um, <laughs> good. <laughs> Great. Well, that's because that's because you. I'm a good role player. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, so he does Fucking so, chumps. And he goes... <laughs> He goes, he goes, uh, he kind of just curls up and he seems very contented. And his eyes even start to, to get a little lazy as he seems to forget and where he is for a moment. And uh, it's not long before he passes out again, falls asleep.
0: Seeing that, Evo will smile and look at Terrell and continue a conversation. Well, I guess I can tell you now. So there happens to be a devil inside of me, too, that talks to me and wanted to sniff my soul. I mean, he wanted to have a little taste, he said, but I said no, and he got really mad.
1: Did this devil have a name?
0: He did. He he called himself Fell. Very well. But in my head, where I was... There was no hell. There was no fear of it. It was peace. Even though I was trapped, I felt good. I didn't feel so wicked.
1: Interesting. That may have been a trick that he was playing on you.
0: Oh, I bet you're right. I wonder if it's my dad. You know, I still don't know who my parents are. I mean, I know one was a devil. Maybe my mom was the devil.
2: We'll have time to figure that out. Hmm. Eva, that lingers with you for a little bit, I think. If I may be so bold, your your or your or original parentage, which I'm not sure has been too much of a concern for you in your life as you've been on the run mostly uh, and just sort of alone. So you've probably been with these two for longer than you've really been with anybody. And... Yeah, I mean, that, that probably lingers, I think. Play play that as you will, but that, that will linger.
0: Do you have a piece of paper and a pen, something I can write to you? Yes. And
1: Terrell rummages through his little backpack and pulls out a piece of paper and produces a quill and a little ink well.
0: Okay. Um, Eva tests out and just makes sure it's writing correctly. Like the ink is writing, it's writing, it's working. Okay. Eva closes her eyes and concentrates, and she writes a word on there, and she hands it to you and says, don't let me see it. Oh, she says, don't let me see this, and she won't open her eyes until you take it from her.
1: Terrell takes it out of her hand and looks at the
2: word. Will challenge roll, Eva.
0: 12. Okay.
2: Good. Continue.
0: The word is hyacinth and just, that word? You'll know it's me. If you ask me to say it, I'll say it. Nobody else knows it.
2: Take a fortune if you have room for it. I do.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: That's, that's awesome. God damn it. That's awesome. How the hell am I going to get around that? I'll find a way.
3: <laughs> Grandma sees all.
1: <laughs> Terrell folds up the piece of paper and puts it in his book. Then he leans over and he gets close to Eva and he, so your grandma can hear what you hear?
0: Eva kind of like
1: shrugs. I, I don't know. Well, next time you talk to her, tell her I choose what I do, not her.
0: She won't like that? But I'll tell her, and I'll tell her that you're my friend, and she is not to hurt you, and for too, of course.
2: A knock at the door, and Edfrith comes in with a live chicken. The uh, the the noise from the chicken and Edfrith sort of just holding it, uh, it, it, it awakes Sia now, and Ben stirs in your arms for, and Sia sits up and goes, Benjamin, Benjamin, oh, okay, oh, whew, okay. And she looks at you for and and, and she smiles, uh, just a very nice, very sweet smile. Like you know, thank you. And has she has her hand on her chest and takes a deep breath? And she notices Edfrith, and then she, she too gets this wide look in her eyes. She just remembers now where she is and what has happened, and uh, she's watching Edfrith with the chicken. And Edfrith walks up and walks up to you, Eva. And uh, I have brought you the chicken.
0: Thank you. Um, If you want to wait for it, it won't take long. Or do you want me to just leave it outside the door? Yeah, I'll just leave it outside the door. I will wait. Oh, o- okay. Um, if it
2: is all the same, I will wait.
0: Eva's going to look around the room. Is there like a sofa or something that she can like kind of... Is there any furniture in this room? Um, table? Well,
2: yeah, I mean, there, 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 yeah, there is, absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice room from, from what you've stayed in, but it's, like, a, I mean, like, the, the, the furniture has holes and rips in it. It's just an unused thing. Is
0: there, like, a table? Sure. For do you think that perhaps you could uh, put this table, like, in the corner for me so I can have some privacy and nobody has to see this?
3: As you can see, my hand is full. <laughs>
2: Singular.
0: Okay, then he won't see anything anyway. And she just like slits the fucking chicken's throat right there. And in her head says a prayer to the demon lord.
2: Will challenge roll. Two banes.
0: This is her uh, blood offering for the day. Oh. A negative three. Oh, I love that. That's so good. You just cast that
2: line out there!
1: So good.
2: Fishing in there. Um, You do. You slip the throat. The blood spills from the chicken. It squawks loudly. Uh, and it, it, the blood falls down onto the table. It spreads out. Uh, and it uh, gets really close to you. And you find yourself staring into the blood as it sort of pools. And it starts to drip through the slats of the table. And you just hear it hit the floor. Pow and uh, the, the rhythmic uh, patting of the, of the blood hitting the floor and it sort of making this little puddle sort of put you in this trance and uh, from inside of your head now you're in this dark space again but you know you are in control as you still feel corrupt as fog. so uh, from all around you you hear what are you doing child it's your grandmother what do you think you are doing
0: um I'm I'm making a sacrifice.
2: From behind you, you feel the spindly fingers of Fel uh, encroach upon your shoulders. Uh, but I think you don't understand what, why, why do you hide things from us? Ow! Oh. We know you've hidden something
0: from us. Why?
2: What is it? What did you do? What did you give him? Yes, my dear, what did you give him?
0: That's between me and my friend, because every girl needs a little privacy.
2: The space around you shrinks, and you feel an immense pressure upon you. Uh, I need a will challenge roll from you with a bane. With two banes. Nine. A nine. Uh, Your health is going to go down two from within this realm. Permanently. You feel this pressure, and you sa- and uh, it freezes you in place, and your grandmother once again. Don't hide anything from us.
0: From you? Both of you? You're not supposed to be working with him, and why are you hurting me in my own place?
2: To teach you a lesson.
0: No, no. I don't need you to teach me a lesson, Grandma. I can do that on my own. You learn by making mistakes, not by somebody crushing you in your own head
2: both of them release you and you hear both of their voices in unison sort of go into this chant and it's very trance-like as you are taking in the entire scope of this realm that you're in this darkness this blackness you start to see little stars flickering off in the distance and what is that that there's like a floating chunk of land off i mean you feel like you could probably get there if you tried but it's just too far off and you start to hear your grandmother first and then Fel joins in with her Uh, a cursed blade an enchanted spade enough water for a whole town to drink and they repeat that over and over again a cursed blade an enchanted spade enough water for a whole town to drink and they say those things over and over again and then you find yourself back looking at the pooling blood on the table uh, and you have come to you have done your blood ritual and whatever that satisfies is satisfied. And uh, you you kind of shiver to yourself as you uh, remember where you are. And you've got this dead chicken in your hand.
0: Eva looks at the, the chicken and looks at herself and realizes she's back and- uh, and she picks up the chicken that's probably still flopping a bit, and like hands it off to. Oh, it's it's dead. Oh, it's not flopping. So she picks up the chicken. and Well, here you go.
2: She reaches on her hand. There's this confused uh, look on her face, um, and it looks kind of weird because there's a lot of mechanical things going on. Her face is very intricate and made in a way that allows her to show emotion, uh, which is unusual. And she takes it, gives a confused look, and then says, Thank you, I will have this prepared in what fashion for you?
0: Uh, Tyrell, how do you want your chicken cooked?
2: Just make it into a soup. Edith, uh, she kind of, like, straighter and looks, like, kind of between you two and says, All right, I will prepare a chicken soup for your breakfast. And she turns and uh, walks out of the room.
0: Uh, Eva turns to a and says, We need to talk.
2: Sia stands up and says, We need to get out of here. You think that this manor is going to stay safe? It's highly defensible, but we need to get out of here.
0: Who are you to tell us what to do? Sit down. We're talking. She is m-
2: gathering up some strength inside of her. She takes a step forward and says, And who are you to think you can t- t- talk to me this way? I'm- I am... I'm, I, she looks Sia. to you, Four. She says, I am with Four. I? W- four. She cannot do this. She can't talk to me this way.
3: Sia, please sit down and take a breath. This is the safest place to be in this town at this time, and we are all in need of some continued rest before we attempt to leave again.
2: We've rested for the night. They're going. And she, like, stops herself, and, and she just Sia, look closely at me. I am not
3: in shape to take another battle at this time. I would require another day's rest before I feel confident that we can get you out of the city safely. And it's clear by looking at Four that while some of his wounds have healed, there are still some large gaps in his armor. There are spots where you can clearly see some of the clockwork innards working
2: she she does notice that and it actually stops her she would walk up and say does this does this hurt you she's she got her hand on one of the plates that have separated on your on on your side there and she's does this hurt you
3: there was pain at the time it does not hurt currently but it is c- damaging and it cannot heal without rest
2: i have seen we, we know of Edfrith, but there have been clockwork. I mean, I'm, I know you know that the centaur-shaped one had come through before you. I don't think I've seen one that has been made of brass before. Do you know why you're made of brass?
3: I do not. It is simply what I am made of.
2: She sort of just looks confused and then trails off in thought and says, I, I, I don't know how to, how, to, how to fix you right now. I, I don't know.
3: You do not need to fix me, Sia. I will repair myself, but it simply requires time. I heal much like you heal, as long as my key is turning.
2: She considers that and says, where's, May I see your key, just in case I need to know where it is?
3: Certainly, it is in the lower section of
2: my back. And she re- goes around and takes a look. Okay. Okay, okay. You're You're right. Uh, And she seems to be, she seems to have calmed for the moment.
3: I understand this is quite overwhelming and this has been a stressful number of days, but you and Benjamin are safe while you are with us in our care in this house.
2: I understand. I, you're right. Just getting out of Esker would be the best, would be the best thing as soon as possible. But I understand.
3: That is the plan.
2: Some time goes by. Edfrith returns with your breakfasts. She places it out. She gives it to you. Everyone has a hearty breakfast. Edfrith says, You are free to leave whenever you want. Please do. Wait for me. There is not a lot of free time to get you out of here unnoticed. She talks to you for, she says, The master is home, and he is not to be disturbed, nor... Is it in your best interest for him to know you are here?
3: I understand. Is it possible, and I know this is asking a lot, but I may require some additional rest. As you can see, my wounds have not yet healed.
2: She looks at your wounds and she says, I'll be right back. I can take care of this for you. And she turns heel again and disappears out of the door. If there's nothing specific going on, she's going to come back and she's going to fix four.
0: Well, all right. While she's gone, Eva wants to have a quick little conversation with Terrell.
2: Okay, do it.
0: Can you say that phrase again before? What phrase? The uh, cursed, because I didn't write it out. I don't
2: don't know what you're talking about.
0: Shut the fuck up. A cursed blade, Um, an enchanted spade, enough water to, for.
2: A cursed blade, an enchanted spade, enough water for a whole town to drink.
0: Um, Terrell, so when I was doing my sacrifice this morning, I had a moment and Phil and my grandma had something to say. I forgot to tell grandma what you told her. I'm sorry.
1: I'm, I'm sure she will get the message.
0: I, I think so.
1: And what wise word do they impart on you?
0: They kept on saying it over and over and chanting it. A cursed blade. An enchanted spade. Enough water for a whole town to drink. I mean, I don't know what that means, but it's got to be somewhat important, right? We can ask four when he's alone, too. I just don't want to talk to him with the boys around, and I don't want to disturb the kid.
1: Terrell leans in towards Eva's ear. We may have to disturb the kid. Your grandmother decided to gift me with a curse. And that curse thirsts for innocence. If Four insists on bringing the boy, we will have to corrupt his soul just a tiny bit. Otherwise, it may not go the way Four likes it to go.
0: You want me to corrupt the boy?
1: We may have to. For his own good.
3: Tales of Blood and Stone is played using the Shadow of the Demon Lord system by Schwab Entertainment. For more information, delve into the darkness at schwabentertainment.com. If you enjoyed the music you heard during this episode, head over to BattleBards.com for even more.